Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for Oaklawn Game Day, presented by Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort. An inside look at this week's big games, exciting prop bets, and the latest wagering lines from Oaklawn's Race and Sportsbook, the natural state's favorite place to play. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Acri and Oaklawn's Mutuals and Sportsbook Manager, Zach Gillum. Welcome in once again from Oaklawn. It is Oaklawn game day. Justin Acri and Zach Gillum here in the Sportsbook. So if you hear a lot of dinging in the background, well, we're doing it right here in the thick of things, and this is the place to be throughout the weekend and over the next few weeks with the NCAA tournament, which culminates, of course, on Final Four weekend, which also happens to be Arkansas Derby Day, Zach. We were just talking about that today, and my goodness, you want to talk about two giant meteorites crashing together, the Final Four and Arkansas Derby Day, but there are a lot of things to get excited about with the opening of the tournament. I can remember my friends going back to my high school, college days, you know, taking long road trips out to the desert so they could get in on tournament time. Well, now if you're an Arkansas native or you live close by, all you can do is zip over here to Oakland, spend a long weekend here, and you can wager on all these different games, and there are so many different kinds of props. But, my goodness, what an exciting time and so many fun ways to get involved with the tournament. Brackets are for the old school, my friend. The new school folks get over here and parlay things together and make tons of money. Yes, absolutely, especially if you're there picking on some of the, picking up some of those long shots. It, it definitely pays off to come over here and get some bets down on it. As you said, a lot of things coming up. We're in the heat of the race season. We have Thursday racing tomorrow, St. Paddy's Day. First race at one o'clock. There's going to be the shortest parade for St. Patty's Day next uh, or following racing downtown. We have opening round of the tournament. There's just so much going on. We have Whitmore Day this weekend, which we'll get into in a minute. But yeah. a lot going on. Last weekend uh, we had our lock of the week, and I want to thank my buddy Fred Hoyberg and the folks at Nebraska. They covered the number. We have now won three straight games. So as our buddy Stan, who calls the show a lot, talks about, we're getting hot at the right time. We are peaking at the right time, Zach. We don't want to peak too early. Well, goodness knows I waited until it was almost too late. But here at Oakland, uh, it's a good time to be peaking right now. And Zach mentioned it. Not only do you get weekend racing, but you also get Thursday racing, which also coincides with St. Patrick's Day. So for the next four Thursdays, starting with this week on St. Patrick's Day, you get Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday racing. And then uh, in addition to, of course, what's happening downtown here in Hot Springs, and I'm sure a lot of people will partake of that and then be over here as well. But you've also got Whitmore Day this weekend. They're going to have a stakes race named after this great horse, an Arkansas favorite for sure. Oakland fans abound as far as uh, Whitmore fans go. And, I mean, there's so many people who have been following this horse throughout his career. Going to have some commemorative T-shirts and cups. And also, Zach, a special appearance. We have decided he's not signing autographs, but you can get a photo with uh, a famous horse. Yes, um, this is going to be so much fun. They're going to be giving out some commemorative cups at the door. We'll have some really good-looking shirts that we're going to give out, I believe, after race two. If you were here for the hat giveaway, it'll be just like that down on the north end. Um, as you said, Whitmore will make an appearance that day. We have the stakes race. We're going to have big cutouts, life-size, that you can take pictures of. Oh, wow. Or you can get and take a picture with. It's going to be a lot of fun. This was a, a horse that if you were a, an Oakland fan, you definitely know who he is. Um, dirt sprinter that was just hard knocker, won tons of races, raced late into his career. So it's a lot of fun that we're going to get to recognize him this day. Well, if you can't be down here at any point during the uh, race weekend this weekend, get on Oakland anywhere if you don't have an account. You can sign up with uh, the app through the Apple App Store or go to bet.oakland.com. First post, 1 o'clock, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Gates at 11. And, of course, the casino 
over on our side where we're hanging out is uh, 24-7, including the kiosk. And a lot of people will be asking, when can I wager on the basketball games? Well, basically any time. Now, if you want a live human being on actual basketball days starting at 10 o'clock or 11, did we say? 10 a.m. All right. So, so the way that's going to work is we will have the counter open at 10 a.m. on each of these days. With uh, So Thursday, each live racing day with the tournament going on, we'll open at 10 a.m., and we will be here until the last game tips off. So right now that's scheduled to be 8.57. If it gets pushed to 9.57, we'll be here. We're going to stay till that game tips off. And in addition to the casino sportsbook, we also have the sportsbook on the racing side now. So live race days, which will be this full weekend, we will be up there starting at 11 a.m. We will be there through live racing. Once live racing is done, we will come back down to the casino. But you will be able to, if you're on the racing side, just make a quick stop up. We're on the second floor just north of the sports tavern. 11 till the last race. And that is a live spot, right? That is not a kiosk spot. So folks who want to get the help of talking to somebody at a window, you'll be able to actually get help uh, if you're trying to place your wagers. Absolutely. You will not find the restrictions of the wagering on the kiosk, and you will have a human there. So if you have any questions, we'll be able to help you out. Yeah, especially if you're having a hot day at the track, maybe you want to load up on some basketball games. It could be fun. Or maybe some futures wagers on the NFL or college football and I'm sure we'll touch on that before we get out of here today. Also, some events coming up here at Oaklawn. It is a busy, busy month here with the tournament going on, all the great racing happening. And, of course, at the end of the month, we've got Grand Funk Railroad coming up not far off now, March 26th, so a week from Saturday. Tickets start at $35. That is a 7 o'clock show, as is the Tina Turner Tribute coming up on March 31st. i got to say that slow, Tina Turner Tribute. $25 is the lowest ticket there. That's uh, also a 7 o'clock show. And we've got live entertainment this weekend. Mayday by Midnight, a very well-known band around central and southern Arkansas. If you haven't seen them, they will be at Oaklawn in Pops Lounge after Cliff and Susan starting at 9 o'clock on Friday and Saturday. So let's dive in, Zach. Most people are tuned in. They're like, get me some hoops. Uh, Let's talk about national championship odds as we get ready for the big tourney. Billions of dollars will be wagered, and only one can end up as champion. And there's been a team that's been atop the heap for the better part of the year, the Gonzaga Bulldogs will enter the national championship race as the favorites. What are their odds? Absolutely. They've been favored, as you said, most of the season. Come in as the overall number one seed, and they are plus 300. So they are your favorite by quite a big big margin, um, followed by Arizona plus 590. Kentucky's at 600. Kansas at 700. Baylor's at 1300. Duke, 1400. Auburn at 1500. Purdue, 1800. Tennessee is at 2100. We have Arkansas at 2200. Texas Tech at 2500. Houston, 3,300. A few of the uh, other SEC teams I have not mentioned, Alabama, LSU, both at 1,000. And for those who don't know what that means, again, these are $100 wager amounts. So, again, if you, you know, bet $20, you would take those numbers divided by five. So, you know, you would bet uh, $25 to win, I guess, three times that $75 on a Gonzaga bet, for example. And Arizona, again, I think that is, Zach, I can't remember a jump that big from one to two in a national championship race like we're seeing this year with Gonzaga at 300 and almost double that for Arizona in your second place. Yeah, absolutely. This just tells me that a lot of uh, action was probably taking on Gonzaga early after their season last year, early in the wagering. Um, so that risk has been there. Um, after that, it looks like it is very open. And I do want to correct myself. I said Alabama LSU at 1,000. They're plus 10,000. Okay. That makes more sense, yes. actually. And that's still not uh, good enough for me. I don't think either team has much of a shot and you don't like the way alabama's playing i really don't like the way auburn's playing right now but tennessee kentucky arkansas 
I got to give them a shot to at least make it interesting. And I think Tennessee got a pretty good draw to potentially go deep. I know my man Wes Moore likes them to go all the way. I got Arkansas going pretty deep, but they're going to have to probably get over the Bulldogs on their way. And it is not an easy trek for Arkansas, of course, starting out on the East Coast. In Buffalo, you're going to have a lot more uh, Eastern Coast support, I would assume, for the two schools they're facing, Vermont and probably UConn in the second round. Then you go all the way across the nation to San Francisco to take on probably Gonzaga in the next round. So not an easy task. Now, the cool thing is not only can you wager on the games, we've got point spreads, we've got totals, and you have player props as well. Absolutely. There will be player props. Right now they are not on the board. That is something that will post the day of the games. And for the late games, it will probably not post until you get closer to game time. Uh, but those were on the board for the conference tournaments. We had player points and player rebounds. Okay, so you could say maybe how many rebounds does Jalen Williams get? How many points does J.D. Note score? That kind of thing. Absolutely. Okay, should be a lot of fun. All right, uh, we also have a tournament that's actually already underway. In fact, two of them, the NCAA tournament is started, and we had the first four games on day one on Tuesday, Wednesday night's games, Bryant plus three and a half against Wright State. By the way, Wright State, Zach, is the longest long shot from what I could find, along with, let's see, Montana State, St. Peter's, which is facing Kentucky in the first round, Akron, Longwood, Jacksonville State, which has Auburn in the first round, Georgia State, Delaware, they're all plus 50,000, along with Cal State Fullerton, Norfolk State, and Bryant. Speaking of, we just mentioned them, Bryant and Wright State. I guess nobody's given them a shot to advance and conquer against Arizona, which is a team I like to win the whole darn thing this year. And then you got a very intriguing game in that 11-seed matchup with Notre Dame and Rutgers, very close line, and I think a lot of people feel like that team will have a chance to not only win that game, but to advance beyond that against Alabama the way the Tide happened to be playing of late. Yeah, absolutely. Going back to the Wright State game, that one has moved just a little bit. You have Wright State now minus 2.5. And and then the Rutgers game, as you said, Rutgers, one of the hotter teams in the country there at the end, really played their way into the tournament. Um, They are a slight dog. Notre Dame minus 1, total in this game at 134.5. Well, Bryant has one of the leading scorers, or maybe the leading scorer in the country. Kiss is his last name, and... uh, he has scored it well for them, obviously, and he will be a factor. So maybe that's part of the reason why you're seeing Bryant get a little more love when the uh, as the numbers move that way a little bit. So uh, NIT games already underway. We talked a little bit about Texas A&M on Wednesday, Zach, and the fact that they got left out of the NCAA tournament, but they did win their opening round game against Alcorn State. I don't know if they covered. I'm guessing they that line was probably about a dozen or so, and that's about what they won by, but they will advance on, and so we'll keep an eye on them. But Full slate of NIT betting and something else that's interesting here at Oakland, and I will tell you this, in the past at other casinos, a little further west, I have uh, had a chance to wager on some women's tournament games, and you are offering the NCAA women's tournament here as well. Absolutely. So those uh, games that are tonight are on the board. I expect the games for tomorrow will post either later tonight once we um, have these games played or early tomorrow morning. But tonight you have Howard is a six-and-a-half-point favorite, and you have DePaul against Dayton as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. All right, another interesting wager before we dive into actual games here on the show. Again, Zach Gillum, Justin Aker here on Oakland Game Day. Again, get down to the casino and take advantage of the tournament. It is that time of year. A lot of people look forward to this every single year, and there's so many opportunities here. Um, but I wanted to talk about betting by state, which is a very unique wager, Zach. You get all the teams within that state's borders as part of your wagering factors here. Uh, we talked about Washington. Gonzaga is the only team we think, we, we look through this, that uh, happens to have uh, a Washington connection, and yet they still are the favorite because Gonzaga is an overwhelming favorite to win the whole thing. I would bet against that. I certainly would take the field. But there are some intriguing states like 
Texas, which is the second favorite. You get TCU, a team that's played really well under Jamie Dixon this year. You get Baylor, a one seed. You get Texas, which we know is going to defend well. Texas Tech, speaking of defense, they are phenomenal defensively. I mean, there's a lot of factors that are working in your favor if you go the Texas route. Yeah, looking at this one, as you said, Washington, your top choice, plus 300, followed by Texas there at 350, then North Carolina at 550, Kansas at 700, California 750, Indiana 1100, Tennessee 1800, and there are about uh, half a dozen other states that are listed. Please keep in mind that if a state, so let's say the, the Arkansas wins it, since Arkansas is not listed on this, you would have a losing wager. All bets do stand even if an unquoted state wins. Really? Okay. Yes. So if you're wanting Arkansas, go to the actual futures market and bet on Arkansas. Okay, yeah. It's probably a smart move. Uh, all right, let's get into some games coming up on Thursday, Zach. Um, and we're not going to go through every single game just because of time constraints, but certainly understand that every game that's being played in the NCAA tournament is offered here at Oakland. So even if it's not mentioned, don't think, well, gee, there's not a line on it, so I'm not going to bother. And, of course, uh, you got parlay opportunities here. What are the rules and regs on parlays? Can you bet – Multiple bets within one game. How many games? Is there a limit to how many games you can parlay together? What's the rules on all that? Yeah, that's a great question. So on the kiosk. First one of the year. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. On the kiosk, you can do up to a 12-team parlay. Okay. Um, now, that is also restricted by a payout of a max payout of 5000 So either or. You're either going to hit a 12-team or the max payout of 5000 if, if you're wanting to do the 12-team and you're hitting that max payout, you could reduce the wager and do multiple bets. Or you can come see us at the counter. However, at the counter, we can only do up to a nine-way parlay. Okay. So it is a little bit more limited up there. However, we can take larger wagers. Um, looking at the end game, so it's not going to be uncommon. You'll be able to do a spread with a total or a money line with a total. However, you will most likely not be able to do a player prop with a spread on this college. That's something that we rarely even allow in NBA right now. Okay. So um, when it comes to the prop bets, you're typically not going to be able to parlay, parlay those within the same game, but you can parlay them with other games. I would have liked to have parlayed Cat getting 60 the other night from Minnesota and then the next day Kyrie getting 60 for the Nets. I don't know what the payout would have been, but it would have been ridiculous, I'm quite sure. Very large. Yes. All right, well, before we dive into all the other games, let's focus on the one that most people listening are interested in. That's the Arkansas game, of course, against a senior-laden Vermont Catamounts team, and Arkansas is your favorite. They're playing out in the northeast, though. Vermont has about an eight-hour trip, seven, eight-hour trip. Arkansas has about a 15-hour trip, I know, because John Neighbors of our staff drove it to go watch the game and report on it for our station. But give me all the different wagering opportunities here for Arkansas and Vermont which I think on paper should be a pretty interesting game, Arkansas utilizing its athleticism in Vermont, Vermont, obviously the chemistry and the experience together. Yeah, this one, um, very intriguing, the game. I texted you whenever it hit the board. Arkansas opened minus 6.5. It has drifted down to Arkansas minus 5. So definitely some interest on Vermont throughout the country. Um, we have the three main markets, money line, point spread total on the board. As I said, Arkansas minus 5. On the money line, you have Vermont plus 175 with Arkansas at minus 225. And on the total, it is currently set at 139. Um, in addition to that, we do have the first half and the second half posted. So if you're looking at the spread for the first half, currently Arkansas is minus 3. Okay. Um, and, and there are a few variations. If you would like to take Arkansas minus 2.5, that is an option. Arkansas plus 2 is an option. That's minus 305 if you want the plus 2. And then if you really think Arkansas is going to come out hot in that first half, minus 7 is plus 210. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm not sure I'm that confident. 
Uh, okay, what about, and then player props again, you said won't come out until the day of, and maybe with this late start, 8.20 Central Time, maybe a little later in the day, so keep an eye on it. Hey, it's just a good excuse to get here early and stay all day. Speaking of that, what do you expect for seating in here? I mean, we've got, I mean, a few dozen seats in here as far as the comfortable seats overlooking the big screens and the board and all that. What do, what would you anticipate would be a good time to get here for the uh, start of the day? I highly recommend um First game tips at 11.10. I would expect all seats to be full by about 9.30. Okay. They, they are going to be here early. Um, they are going to get their spot, and it's going to be a long, fun, full day. One other market that has hit the board for this Arkansas game, um, just hit recently, is the race to a points. Um, so first to 15 points, first to 20 points. Ah. <clears throat> this is something we talked about during college football season, NFL season, because this was on the board for that. So over the first half. And and for the second half. So if you think Arkansas is going to be the first one to get to one of those point totals um, in the first half, that is an option. Or if you think Arkansas is going to start a little slow, Vermont comes out quicker, they are obviously uh, better odds to, to, to get there. Okay, very good. Let's talk, talk about some other SEC teams. And I think the Tennessee game is intriguing, if only because Longwood has been one of the top five teams. We talked about them all year, Zach. One of the best teams in the country at covering the number. We certainly don't anticipate that Tennessee will slip up and fall in week one or in game one, rather. I think they'll get through the first weekend, of course. But uh, Longwood has been surprisingly good this year at covering. I think it's probably safe to say without going through their entire resume that Longwood probably is going to see the best team they've played all year. Yeah, I would have to agree there. Unless they and play Gonzaga, and I missed it. I don't know. <laughs> I would have to agree. And looking at it, the point spread agrees with you as well. Tennessee, a very large favorite, minus 18. Total in this game currently set at 132. Give me the rest of the SEC games that are happening. Let's start Thursday only, and then we can move on into Friday. Yeah, and so we can... I, I tell you, this one game here, Let's this Kentucky game, sorry to interrupt, but Kentucky-St. Peter's, again, I've, I've sort of played the Catholic angle. I don't know if Cal's going to take it easy on – St. Peter's here, but if he doesn't, uh, he may unleash the wrath of God on them because <laughs> Kentucky, I think, can win by as much as they want to. Yeah, and looking at this one, very similar to the Tennessee line. Kentucky currently minus 17.5, total in this game at 133. All right. Any other uh, SEC games? I'm looking through the list here on day one. You do have a local connection with Murray State, and uh, Justice Hill has been part of that Murray State Racers team. What a year they've had. I think that opening round game with San Francisco, very intriguing matchup and a very close line, even though it's not an SEC connection. Yeah, looking at this one, Murray State, and it's been a very popular team after that hot run that they had to finish the season. They are currently minus one with a total at 136.5. By the way, the only real test for Longwood that I could find here in their rundown as far as Power 5 competition was Iowa in week one, and the Hawkeyes certainly playing better now than they were then, and Iowa only won by 33 points in their season opener. So... Just saying, uh, maybe maybe Longwood's cover days are over, and Tennessee will get the job done. We'll see. All right, anything else on day one? Uh, the Memphis-Boise State game. Got an, a regional team in there against the talented Boise State team. And Memphis looked like for a long, long part of the year they weren't going to make the tournament. Now, all of a sudden, they're a team that's playing well down the stretch and could be a tough out. Yeah, absolutely. I think they've beat Houston two out of three times late in the season. Boise State finished the season with a very strong run after starting kind of slow. So this one is definitely going to be intriguing in eight versus nine. Memphis currently minus three. That has drifted a little more towards Memphis. Total in this game at 133.5. All right, Thursday's latest game, 8.57, is the list time. It's Texas Southern, a team that already won a game in the tournament, knocked off Corpus Christi. They are a huge dog to the Kansas Jayhawks, who are the number one in the Midwest Regional. 
Yeah, looking at this one, Kansas currently favored by 21.5 points. Total in this game set at 144.5. I was surprised the Auburn game. We're going to move back into the SEC now. These are Friday games and relatively early. Auburn-Jacksonville State, second start of the day behind Loyola Chicago and Ohio State. And uh, that's another one that's a little bit intriguing. Ohio State spent most of the year in the top 25. Zach, a half-point favorite for the Buckeyes in this game? Correct. Ohio State minus half a point. Uh, looking at the money line, both sides minus 112. Total in this game at 132.5. I do not understand that. Give me the Auburn-Jacksonville State story. I just thought that number might be a little bit bigger than it is, even though it's still a sizable margin. Auburn obviously has not played great basketball down the stretch, and I got a chance to see Jacksonville State a couple of times this year. Very talented team, uh, but certainly Auburn I expect to win this game, even if they don't play particularly well. If they do play well, I would think they could roll the victory by a pretty huge margin here. Yeah, looking at this one, currently favored by 15.5 points is Auburn. Total in this game set at 139. As a two-seed, I would have figured that would have been closer to 18 to 20 points, but uh, so be it. Texas Tech, Montana State, I'm interested in the total here, Zach. We We know Texas Tech is a fantastic defensive team, and I'm curious to see what the total is as much as I am the line. Yeah, Texas Tech currently favored by 15. Total in this game at 132.5. All right, other SEC teams playing. we got the LSU-Iowa State game, which is definitely shaping up to be a low-scoring affair. And Iowa State has struggled offensively throughout the year. LSU, very hit and miss, as we know. Not a great perimeter shooting team. But with Pinson at the point, I think they'll find a way to win the game. The line is close, and the total, I would think, will be very low by the time that one comes to an end. Yeah, looking at this one, LSU favored by 3.5 points. Total a little lower than the others we've mentioned at 127.5. Okay, uh, let's see. Anything else we're missing from an SEC standpoint or a game of intrigue that you like? Mm. They're all so interesting, but as far as the SEC and regional teams, I believe we have hit most of those. Um, you have Texas as a slight favorite over Virginia Tech Friday. They're at 330 currently. Texas is minus one total in that game at 123.5. You know, I'm looking through Loyola Chicago's resume. I'm so fascinated by this line and i'm not saying that ohio state's some kind of great team but man they are battle tested i'll get loyal chicago that 25 and 7 is their record and they knocked off this year uh or played this year i should say michigan state lost by two that was a a neutral site game and they lost to auburn by nine on a neutral site game that was early in the season when auburn was on its roll and then they beat arizona state on that neutral court in that game beat vanderbilt in nashville they played uh, San Francisco, another tournament team, beat them by five in Salt Lake City. So, um, yeah, they are definitely battle-tested. I will give them that. Uh, but yet I still have to look at this record and go, you know, as good as it is and as well as they played against bigger competition, and obviously they've got the history when Porter Moser was there. Seems like a stretch to me against this Ohio State team for them to only be a half-point dog. Very strange game. Anyway, all right, let's move on to some other games of note. The NIT how early are those games posted at this point, Zach? Um, those posted uh, after the games last night. They We had the games for today hit the board, so they're posting about in the same manner, manner as the rest of the big tournament is. Um, as you said, tonight we've got a full slate of those games. Um, one of the ones I know that will have some interest is Iona and Florida. Sure. That's at 8 o'clock. Florida currently a 6.5-point favorite total in this one at 143.5. Okay, let's jump back into the NCAA for just one second here because I wanted to mention you can also wager on regional winners, and we can look at the SEC team's chances 
here. Let's start with Arkansas in the west, which, again, Arkansas, yes, I know it's confusing. Those of you who can look at a map, I know we all live on GPS now, but Buffalo is not in the west, but Arkansas is, in fact, playing in Buffalo in the west regional. Yes, it's weird. Arkansas is a relative long shot here. Gonzaga, your favorite. They are the only minus money team as far as a potential regional winner at minus 186 to win the West. Texas Tech is second on the board, plus 600. Zach, correct me if any of this stuff has changed. Arkansas way back in the pack, I guess because their path to play Gonzaga goes pretty early. Got to beat them in the third game. And maybe if it was a little bit later, you'd have a better shot, assuming that somebody else would find a way to upset them. But uh, I think Arkansas is worth a few bucks as a potential regional winner. Yeah, looking at this one, as you said, Gonzaga minus 186. Duke, your second choice at 500, then Texas Tech at 600. Arkansas being the fourth seed, no surprise, we're the fourth choice, plus 1,000. UConn at plus 1,600. Alabama and Memphis both at plus 3,300. Yeah, I guess I was reading this wrong, so we're left to right, left to right, not in a roll down, straight down, and then back over to the second column. So, missed that. Sorry, Duke, no offense. Second choice in the West at plus 500. And let's see, the other regionals with SEC teams playing. Arizona's your favorite in the south. Tennessee, to me, intriguing picket in the third slot. Absolutely. Looking at this one, Arizona plus 140. Villanova, your second choice at plus 350. Then Tennessee at plus 400. Houston at 525. Illinois at 800. So looking at the odds, they um, feel this bracket is definitely more competitive. Um, looking at that. And, and, you know, another one, I don't know if East is the next you want to talk about, but that one really stuck out to me with Kentucky not getting the one seed. They are actually the favorite to win this region. Well, again, you look at the way Baylor's playing, not exactly great, and uh, they lost Chamwa Chatswa earlier in the year, and certainly he was a big cog for them on the inside. And they also, I saw IJ, uh, LJ Cryer, their, one of their starters, is going to be out. He's one of their best scorers, and he's going to miss the first couple of games. So Baylor is certainly hampered here. Kentucky looking even more intriguing. Not that I think Baylor will slip up before the second weekend. I think he's back for game three. Not sure what the situation is there. Uh, I don't know if it's COVID-related or something else, but uh, I did get an alert that he was going to be out. So let's run through these here because, look, there are a couple three teams you could make a really good case for to me. UCLA, Purdue. And obviously, Kentucky is your top pick. And heck, you know, you want to go long shot. You know, Vatek, I think, has a real good shot to win their first round game and maybe advance through. Uh, I don't think Texas has enough offensively, but they're a team that, again, at plus 2,000, you got to at least factor in. So let's run through those numbers real quick. Yeah, Kentucky, as we mentioned, is your top choice, plus 150, followed up by Baylor and Purdue, both at plus 300, then UCLA at plus 350. Very large jump up to the next three teams, North Carolina, St. Mary's, and Texas, all at plus 2,000. Virginia Tech, longest shot at plus 2,500. All right, and the Midwest, we touched on, I guess, a little bit here. Uh, Kansas, your favorite. Auburn, second. Don't love them. I'll tell you, Iowa's the third pick there. I like, I don't know, that's a pretty weak regional to me. I think Kansas has the easiest road, but going through Iowa, I think, is their toughest out in that whole regional zach yeah looking at this one they they're they're basing it looking like a three-horse race you have kansas plus 150 auburn at 300 iowa at 350 and then a big jump up to wisconsin at plus 10,000, lsu at 1200 iowa state 2000 miami of florida 2000 and creighton at 2500 yeah and again just double checking yeah criers out with an injury but they are expecting him to be available for the second weekend should they make it speaking of uh, baylor you can also bet on their conference the big 12 to win the whole shoot match you can bet by conference so you could bet sec get every sec team west coast get every west coast team there's three of them in the tournament 
tournament. Uh, and the ACC also has a, a pretty deep field, as does the Big Ten, as far as the tournament goes. Zach, what are those numbers as far as the uh, payouts? Yeah, so top uh, choices are the SEC and the West Coast Conference. They are at plus 300, followed by the Big 12 at 350. The Big Ten is at 400, the Pac-12 500, the ACC at 600. Um, the Big East is at 700, and then we jump up to 1500 for the AAC. All right, let's uh, quickly touch on a few other sports. Again, all the basketball happening, and there will be plenty of opportunities as we get closer to game times with player props. Don't forget on that. Uh, kiosk, window, all of it. Uh, championship odds on the NBA. Saw a lot of interesting activity this week. We talked about a couple of scoring outbursts. Who is our favorite currently? We currently have the Golden State Warriors, still your top choice, plus 350, followed by the Phoenix Suns at 360. The Brooklyn Nets are 500. The Bucks are at 525. 76ers at 700. First double-digit team are your Miami Heat at 1,000. And happy birthday, Joel Embiid, uh, who obviously has connections to the Sixers. And let's see what else we missing here. Oh, the NFL, a little news this last week, Zach. Tom Brady's coming back. How much did that impact the chances of the Buccaneers winning the title in the sportsbook's opinion? It changed it quite a bit depending on where you're at. Um, interestingly enough, right now the Buccaneers have been pulled off the board here at Oakland. Um Oh, really? Yes. They, okay. they, they are not quite. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Here we go. I was about to say that that looked funny. I knew they had dropped down to plus 800. They're actually back up to plus 850. So just starting from the top, Bills are your top choice, plus 750. Chiefs, Buccaneers, co-second choices at 850, Packers at 900, Rams at 1300. Another one that we uh, had some news break, the Broncos, they're down to plus 1400. Okay, very good. Uh, Time for our lock of the week. The lock of the week. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. I tell you what, I really like Ohio State. Uh, All due respect to Loyal Chicago. I'm not going to go there, though. I've been saying it all day. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to say that Kentucky take St. Peter's to the woodshed, and then they can answer for it when they get to the gate upstairs after it's all said and done. But 17-and-a-half, not enough. I say Kentucky gets it done. We win our four straight lock of the week, and we will certainly recap that for you next week. Actually, I won't. Wes is going to step in for me next week. I'm going to be gone, uh, going out for a wedding to some friends of mine in uh, on the West Coast. So I may be looking in on Arkansas if they're playing in San Francisco, Zach, but maybe I'll do a quick call-in for you guys if that's the case. Uh, got golf this weekend, UFC boxing, NASCAR, of course, all of it here at Oaklawn. Plenty of opportunities just within the realm of college basketball. Whitmore Day this Saturday. Looks like the infield's going to be open. Some good weather on tap. So get down here and enjoy yourself at Oaklawn, whether it's for the gaming side or the racing side. And here in the sports book, it's going to be nuts. So take advantage of it, and we'll join you next week on Oaklawn Game Day. Good luck, everybody.